This is Hallway Chats, where we talk with some of the unique people in and around WordPress. Together, we meet and chat with folks you may not know about in our community. With our guests, we'll explore stories of living and of making a living with WordPress. Today's show is brought to you in part by Liquid Web. We sure know that there's a lot of choice when it comes to hosting your WordPress site. Liquid Web is the managed WordPress partner you've been waiting for. Whether you're a business owner, an agency, or a freelancer, Liquid Web has you covered when it comes to performance, uptime, and ease of site management. And one of the things we love most? When your content goes viral, Liquid Web doesn't charge you more for huge spikes in traffic. Transparent pricing, no surcharges. Liquid Web is offering Hallway Chats listeners 33% off for the first three months. Go to liquidweb.com and use the coupon code HALLWAYCHATS, all one word, to sign up. And now the conversation begins. This is episode 30. Welcome to Hallway Chats. I'm Liam Dempsey. And I'm Tara Clays. Today we're joined by Topher DeRosia. Topher is a Christian, husband, father, and WordPress developer in that order. By day, he runs Eyewitness Design with his partner Tanner Mouche, and he also curates HeroPress.com, a site that tells the stories of WordPress. Hi, Topher. Welcome. Howdy. Thanks for having me. You're very welcome. Thanks for joining us today, Topher. Tell us a little bit more about yourself beyond what uh, Tara just shared about you, please. Well, I live in Grand Rapids, Michigan, which this year happens to be snowy. It's not snowy every December, but uh, <laughs> this year's been particularly snowy, though it rained today, so we're losing some of it. Um, I have a wife, two kids, two dogs, little house in the city. Um, Grand Rapids is not a very big city, so when I say in the city, I mean a quiet neighborhood. <laughs> um yeah, as Tara mentioned, I'm a, I'm a WordPress developer. Um, Tanner and I have a, a company together. And so what that means is that I'm doing a lot of administrative work and talking to clients and, and marketing and all the stuff that developers never dreamed that they would end up doing. But uh, it's, it's, <laughs> it's all in there when you, start, when you do a startup. And uh, it's, it's definitely been a startup. We, we got together almost exactly a year ago. It was January 1st. Um, and it has been a wild roller coaster of breathtakingly great and horribly, horribly bad. <laughs> um, and at the moment, it's it's great. So I'm extremely happy to be here. Yeah, tell tell us a little bit more about that in terms of forming a partnership. I have a little bit of experience with that, and I recall when people heard I was doing that, their first answer. Did you ever hear? Why are you forming a partnership? What are you doing? What are you thinking? Partnerships end in divorce. I heard that um, all the time. What, so what motivated you to form a partnership? And uh, tell us a little bit about that process. I'm glad to hear it's going well for you, as it is for me. Yeah, well, I, uh, I ended my time at Modern Tribe last, I say last year, um, about exactly 12 months ago. It was uh, just a couple weeks before Christmas. And I wasn't sure what I wanted to do. And Tanner... Tanner had two things going on at once. Um, he was a freelancer and he was employing two people and he was trying to do a SaaS and client work and he wanted to do only the SaaS. And so he was going to shut down the client work and he said, well, what if Topher came along and 
picked up the client work and allowed me to do the SaaS. And so he pitched it and I said, well, that sounds pretty great. Um, so we were just ready to, you know, form a partnership and go. And he had a nice long conversation with Pippin who said, you should wait, <laughs> think about this practice, you know, get your feet wet, get used to it. So we said, all right, we'll, we'll wait three months and we'll see, the, see how things are going after three months. Um, so nothing worked out like anything I've just described. Um, he's not working on his SAS. We're both still doing client work like mad. Um, we ended up forming the partnership in late November as opposed to March. Um, and we learned a ton. It was uh, forming a partnership is, is definitely uh, far more intricate than I expected. Um, there are more things that jump out at you that you can't possibly expect that no one can. I mean, I don't think you can form one partnership and then expect the second one to go the same. It's, it's different every time. Yeah. It's a little bit intimidating because you have to talk about hard things. It's sort of like writing a will in a way, you know, what, what are all these different mm-hmm. scenarios, how it plays out. And they say you have to have a, an, a, you know, what is it like a, an escape clause or something like that, you know, all yep. these different things that you don't really want to think about because it's kind of uncomfortable, but it's really important yeah. to do that in a partnership. And if you can get over that, then I think that makes the partnership stronger. Would you agree? I would definitely agree. Um, a number of people told me that it's a lot like getting married and I took that very literally. Um, we've, we've had conversations that, in, that included personal family finances. Um, fortunately, neither he nor I have problems with drugs or alcohol, but that conversation needs to happen. If you're going to form a partnership with somebody, you need to know if sure. that person has ever had a, an issue with it because maybe it'll, maybe it'll come back. You never know. Um, so we've talked about really, really deep things. We talk about um, our relationships with our spouses on deep levels, not the kind of thing you talk about in a hallway chat, but the kind of thing you talk about with a counselor. Because um, if this thing is going to break my marriage, then I'm going to break the partnership first. And if he relies on me to not break the partnership and I disappear because my marriage is a mess, then, you know, the whole thing falls apart. So we, we have had many, many long, deep conversations about things, personal things that, you know, just friends don't necessarily have unless they're very close. That sounds like you've got a, a pretty solid relationship with, with Tanner. Did you, how did you meet Tanner? Was that a WordPress community uh, coming together or a personal friend or some other way? Uh, it was through the WordPress community, um, bits and pieces over a number of years. Um, I saw his name on Twitter once and started following him. And then I saw he was going to be at WordCamp hmm, Orlando, I think, or Miami. I don't remember which. Uh, I think, you know, it was Miami because we bumped into him at Buddy Camp. And uh, I he was just on my list of somebody to shake hands with, you know. Sure, sure. And uh, so we said hi, and that was pretty much it. And then – a couple of years ago, uh, Paul, um, I'm drawing a blank on his last name, worked at 10Up for a little while. Uh, he sold a company to 10Up. He got a hold of me and said, hey, do you want to be in a mastermind meetup? And uh, 
Tanner was one of the other people in the in the group. And so um, once every two weeks, we spent an hour with a group of people. Mm-hmm. And uh, we got to know each other pretty well through that. Because, you know, we were exchanging ideas and and I say beliefs, but it's more like uh, uh, business beliefs. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kind of a business approach and angle and thoughts and philosophies on that. Yeah. It's really Philosoph- interesting. There we go. There we go. There we go. There we go. Topher, we were talking before the show that you're pretty active in the WordPress community, and we were talking about that and how that ebbs and flows. But Mm -hmm. we also know that you, and you mentioned earlier in the introduction, that uh, you run HeroPress. And I think a lot of people who listen to this show will know what HeroPress is. But tell us a little bit about that. And I know you shared the the starting story of that and able to be seen on on WordPress TV, but Mm -hmm. maybe, maybe just skim through that in just a few seconds and then talk a little bit about what that is and how that uh, project uh, keeps going and and how that all comes together for you. Yeah. Um, HeroPress is something that impacts my life in a lot of ways that I would not have expected. Um, A lot of philosophy, a lot of reasons for things I do in my life. Um, like, why do I do hero press? Why do I do that? Why does it, why do I keep up with it? Um, the fact that hero press started as a failure has been significant to me. Um, it was going to be a business and there was a Kickstarter and it failed utterly. The entire business plan, we flushed it. It was just gone. Um, and yet here we are with this other thing because I kept fiddling with it and playing with it and twisting it and, and kind of letting it be its own thing. I, I didn't set out to say, you know, I didn't say hero press is going to be this. Mm-hmm. I just, just started doing things and it grew into what we have now. Um, so there's that philosophy that, that failure is not necessarily an end. It's just a point in the timeline. Um, the philosophy that things should be allowed to grow. Um, I mean, obviously you want to plan and you want to have your own ideas and you want to work toward a goal, but don't be afraid to let the, let go of that goal and pivot and, and pivot so many times you get dizzy. Um, yeah. So, I mean, all those thoughts over the years with HeroPress have impacted my employment, my family, my kids, my house, you know, every, every decision I make. Yeah. It sounds like it's had a pretty perfect, yeah. Had a pretty pervasive effect on your life. Is there one or two hero press stories that have had a particularly profound effect on you? <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, it's difficult for me to pick out, particular stories because I, I don't want to in any way imply that the others are less impactful. Of course not. Of Um, course not. But some individual stories will affect individuals differently, right? Yep. Um, there are two that come to mind and one of them is not yet a hero press story and I don't know if it ever will be. Um, but the first one is, uh, a young man from Yemen. Um, he and I worked together for about two weeks at XWP. Uh, he was in college and 
took a job and decided, well, I can't work in school at the same time. So he, he bailed, bailed out and went to school, which was a proper, the proper decision. Um, but a uh, while later, I asked him to do a hero press essay, and he said, I can't right now. Um, my country is at war, and I'm hiding in my basement. And uh, it was, I don't know, two years before he came back to me and said, hey, I can do this now. Uh, he moved out of out of the capital and was living somewhere else and was still doing WordPress stuff, still going to school, you know, mm -hmm. um, while his entire country was in flames. And that was, that was profound for me. And then um, he followed up with you afterward too. It's quite incredible. You must've had an yeah. him as well. Well, I, I tried to stay in touch with him. I, we only talked on Facebook and if you know me very much, I don't get on Facebook very much at all. But I got on specifically to find him and say, are you okay? You know, and find out if he's still alive because I didn't know. He, he actually went off the grid for a year and I didn't know if he was dead or not. Um, and the other one is uh, a young woman from Iran. And I don't know if this one will be a Hero Press story or not. Um, uh, we did a story from a guy in Iran and I said, do you know any women doing WordPress? And he said, yeah, um, talk to this, to this woman. So I sent her an email and she said, yeah, that sounds really great. I'm really interested. Um, I'm a little busy right now. I'll get back to you in a couple of months. I said, okay, that's fine. It happens all the time. And then she didn't. And I sent her an email and I got nothing and she just disappeared. And about a year after that, out of the blue, she sent me an email and said, um, I have become a Christian and that's against the law here. So I've been staying under the radar and not really talking to anybody. My family doesn't know where I am. Um, I've left all my friends and I'm just trying to get by every day. And uh, I, it blew my mind. It had nothing to do with WordPress or HeroPress or anything. She just, she felt the need to tell me this. And uh, I said, you know, that that's, that's great. I'm happy for you. I, I, I hope you make it. Um, and then uh, one week ago, she sent me another email that said, I have to leave. I'm, I'm going to Turkey right now. I'm leaving. I can't, I can't stay here. It's not safe. And that's all she said. I, I was envisioning her walking or something, you know, in a, in a mm -hmm. refugee train or, or taking a boat or something. I don't know. And then uh, yesterday she wrote to me and said, hey, I'm in, I'm in Turkey. And uh, some people let me sleep on their couch and I'm looking for work. So if you know any word, anybody doing WordPress in Turkey, let me know. Hmm. So uh, there's a, a hero press contributor from Turkey. So I got a hold of him and I said, hey, can you, I don't know, help her out somehow? And so that, I mean, that's up to today. That's, that's t today's news. So um it's not it's not really a WordPress story. It's not a hero press story. It's 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 a story of life. I mean, I know her because of the WordPress community. Sure. And she is impacting me because of that relationship. Um, I hope someday that she is able to find good WordPress work and the community helps her bootstrap herself in a new country. And then by by all means it'll be a hero press story, you know. Um it sounds like it already is though, right? Yeah. Yeah. But in this case, what changed your life was not WordPress. You know, I mean. Yep. Okay, I'm with you. The, the WordPress community might be helping her a little bit right now, 
just because she knows me, but I haven't made a meaningful impact yet. So what is, so I guess, what is the definition of a hero press story then? Does it, it is, it is someone whose life has been changed for the better by WordPress or changed? What yeah, is the, by, by WordPress and or the community. Okay. Um, so here's an example of one that, that, might seem not quite right. Um, uh, Wendy from Holland, the Netherlands, she was a, an MC at WordCamp US. Recently. I was lucky enough to meet her. She's very nice. Yes. Um, she is very slightly on the autism scale. It's had a really difficult time holding down jobs. Uh, when she got into WordPress, everything got better. She's She's got a good job. She's happy. She has family, you know, community. Everything's awesome. Um, her family was a little wary of all of that. <laughs> uh, you know, who are these magic people who make everything all better? So her sister, who lives in Portland, Oregon, came to WordCamp US with her to to meet us all, to see what this thing is that her sister is doing. And uh, I have approached her about doing a hero press essay. Now she's not a WordPresser. She's not in our community. She doesn't do anything with WordPress whatsoever. But her life is being significantly impacted by the WordPress community through her sister. Um, she, she has spent her life with a sister who just needs a little extra help and has been getting it from family, but now she's also getting it from all of us. And that's a relief to the family to know that she's found her place in the world, you know? Um, so I don't know if she's going to do a hair press essay or not. I want to, I want to have a more conversation with her, but I can absolutely see somebody. Uh, I'm going to pivot slightly here. Uh, Carol Ollinger from Germany. Mm-hmm. Purple hat. Yep. Um, she, her, she told me her mother is concerned that WordPress is a cult. <laughs> um, now Carol is is very capable and responsible, and I have no doubt that that she can handle all of that. But I could see uh, if somebody were slightly on the autism scale, their family wondering if WordPress is a cult. Who are these people? What are they doing with my with my family member? You know. Um, so I would enjoy having an existing family member like Wendy's sister do an essay saying. WordPress changed my sister's life and they're good people. And there's, this is a safe community. Yeah, that's re- That's really neat. That would be a fantastic essay. Let me ask you about the logistics, if I can, of, sure. of running hero press. And you, you've shared with us some stories that give a, a lot of perspective to our, our Western lives. Uh, we're all here in the U S uh, relatively comfortable. Uh, certainly mm-hmm. by by some of the comparison of the stories you share logistically how how do you hear about things? Are people filling out a contact form on your site? Are you hearing stories through Twitter and the WordPress community and people making recommendations? Yeah. How proactive are you versus responding to incoming contact? Um, incoming contact is very rare. I have a form on the site, and I think it's been used five or six times out of what, 280 essays? <laughs> um, 
occasionally someone will say, go talk to that person. I just mm-hmm. had lunch with them at WordCamp and you have to have that story. Um, the vast majority of it is me proactively finding somebody um, often on Twitter. Um, somebody will favorite an essay and their name is not using any ASCII characters. <laughs> and I think mm-hmm. hmm, they're not from around here. <laughs> Where are they from? So geographic diversity is very important to me. Uh, yeah. So um, if I see, if I see somebody following hero press, who's from a country that I've never heard a story, I'm going to go talk to them and say, Hey, tell me your story. And uh, 90% of the time I get a good story out of it. Um, there, I think there have been two people who have successfully convinced me that their story is not right for hero press hmm. out of everybody I've ever talked to. Wow. And are you, have you had people that say, no, I'm not comfortable sharing or do um, people say yes? I have had one person turn me down because she was not comfortable. And one person turned me down because uh, she kept saying yes for several years and finally decided she just didn't have time and was just going to say no. Um, so what that means is almost every single person I talk to about it does it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. another, another method I have used that I need to use more because it's, it's great and exciting, um, Glot Press. Um, the translation translate.wordpress.org yep lists uh, WordPress users who translate in all those languages oh there and you go so I can go look for someone or look up for whatever language they speak in Kazakhstan and find out who's doing that translation and if they don't want to do it they know somebody you, you know, know somebody who would be a good fit yep Topher, let me ask you, uh, in, in somewhat trying to keep to the format of our of our show here, is can you define for us, and I'm going to ask you to, to answer in a slightly different way than, than we ask most of our guests, is as it pertains to HeroPress, how would you define success? Oh, boy. Um, success would be having an impact on somebody's life. And what's interesting is that every single person who's ever done an essay says to me, this was deeply significant to me. The act of writing an essay is deeply significant. And so by that mark, every essay is a success. That's wonderful. Um, and, and I see, I see Tara is, is shaking her head in agreement there. And, and I know she's, she's written an essay on hero press. So yeah. your definition and, and the explanation of your definition appears at least for the purpose of this conversation to be absolutely on the mark. Yeah. So, so if, so if that is the definition, then, then what's, what's the single most important thing you do every day to either make hero press a success or maybe to enable its success? Um, I have to stay on top of finding people, <clears throat> finding people. And I have to stay on top of getting it out every week. I'm a little behind. No this small week. tasks. Yeah. I'm a little behind this week. It comes out tomorrow morning and I have it. I have all the stuff. I just need to get out on the site. Typically I try to get the essay a week ahead of time 
And the actuality is that it usually comes on Saturday or Sunday. And then on Monday or Tuesday, I pre-publish and you schedule it. And then it does its own thing on, on Wednesday morning. So I'm doing something just about every day to move it forward. I'm talking to somebody for the next next couple of weeks. I'm uh, working on the existing essay. I'm reminding the person from next week, hey, you're on. Don't forget. <laughs> You know, um, so that legwork takes a lot of time, doesn't it? It really does. And that is one of the reasons why I put up a donation form. Um, because all of that time is time I'm not spending with my family. And they have been sacrificing that for years now. And, um, the there were two kinds of donations I was looking for. One is something to help pay the bills through that time. Um, and then the other would be something larger to pay for word camps or whatever. Um, but it is, it is time consuming every day, every week for years now. And you know, you run a podcast. <laughs> yeah, for six months. So, yeah. uh, yeah, we, we, we have some history, but not like you do. Uh, well, thank you very much for the time and energy that you do put in on that. Yeah. And, you know, I think Tara and I now have some insight into some of the work that you're doing and it, it, it requires a lot of attention and a lot of persistence and it absolutely takes up evenings and it takes up early mornings and it takes up weekends. Mm -hmm. So, uh, thank you very much for that. Yeah. yeah. And I, th I think the, you know, what you described when you talked about success and how giving people the opportunity to, to share their story and people think all the time, like, oh, I don't really have a story to tell. And, and then you give mm -hmm. them the opportunity and it really is, uh, you know, it's an introspective time, but it's also, it's, it's validating to realize that you have a story to tell. And I think that's something that Liam and I also enjoy about this podcast is, it's letting people share with us sort of their story, but also their perspective on things like success and what's important to them and, and tying in the common thread of WordPress underneath that. Although it's really almost never about WordPress when you're talking about that. Right. Um, I have one more story related to that. If we have time. Yeah, go for it. Please do. Um, I was doing research about why, why hero press should be, um, and Hero Press is very significant in India. Indians love Hero Press. And I think it's partly because it sort of started there. Um, but I wanted to know why. I want, I, I've, I've had people tell me um, Hero Press is meaningful. It's important. So I went to some friends in India and I said, why? You know, you say it's meaningful. You say it's important. Why? Tell me why. And I got several very, very interesting, diverse, deep answers. Um, and one of my friends said that um, India has a history of being a colony. And being a colony is a lot like being a slave. Um, in the 1800s, India had a roaring trade in um, textiles. 
they were doing things nobody else in the world did. And a lot of people patented that stuff in England and came back to India and said, we own this now. You can't do it or unless you pay us a lot of money. And they just took that away from them, their livelihood, the things they invented, the, the things they did. And so at a broader scale than WordPress, open source in general is deeply meaningful in India because it can't be taken away. Um, they, it's, it's their own thing. Nobody can take it away and say, this is mine now. And the, and that includes WordPress. Um, and HeroPress acknowledges that it acknowledges the work that they're doing. Um, I have a policy of very minimal editing. Um, I don't fix poor English. That's the way they write. That's them. Um, I'll fix it in the occasional misspelling when it's obvious, but that's about it. And a number of people said, really? You're not going to change my words? I said, no, I'm not going to change your words. And they were like, that's amazing. Everybody changes our words. Everybody changes what we say to make it think or be what they want us to be saying. And the idea that WordPress sets an entire people group free from a tradition of conceptual slavery is just mind blowing. And the ability, giving them the ability to verbalize that, to say that, to stand up, look the world in the eye and say, Hey, this is us. We're doing this now and you can't take it away. It's just, it gives me the chills. Um, that's very I, profound, isn't it? I've, yeah, I very often say no one is as impacted by hero press as me. Hmm. Every essay is deep and impressive, and I hear about eighty percent more of the story than everybody else does. I imagine so, and it's just incredible. Well, we appreciate what you've started, and uh, I think it's made the WordPress community better for sure to have this opportunity for people, but just to put a foundation underneath a community that's already doing great things for each other, whether it's technological or not sharing our stories, meeting each other. That's a great way to put it. Yeah. I'm, I'm not making community. I'm revealing community. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We are going to be out of time, but I do want to ask you a question that we ask of everyone, which mm-hmm. is, uh, if you could share with us the, mo- the single m- most important piece of advice that you have received. <laughs> I saw that question, and that's tough to, to come up with just one. Um, and remember who gave it to me. Oh, you don't have to say uh, that. <laughs> um, One piece of advice is to make sure you do your best to make family first. And if you said that to my family, they'd probably laugh (laughs) because I'm terrible at it. (laughs) But as bad as I am, if I did not try as hard as I do, it would be worse. That's very, that's a, that's a very good point. I'll remind my family of the same thing. (laughs) Yeah. Good call. 
That's good advice. Thank you for sharing that. And thank you for all that you shared with us today. We're going to wrap it up and have you uh, let us know and let our listeners know where they can find you. Um, we've talked about Hero Press, but if you can share other ways people can find you. Ah, uh, yes. Um, my, my online handle is Topher One Kenobi. And there's a number one in the middle there. Oh, it ends, ends with an E. And uh, that's my blog address, TopherWinKenobi.com. And my handle on Slack and every instant messenger that doesn't exist anymore. Um, IRC, all of them. Uh, if you want to find me, TopherWinKenobi is the way. All right. Great. Well, thank you so much. It's really been been a highlight for me to have you on the show and talk about community like this because it's something that means a lot to me, as you know. And uh, so thanks for sharing. Yeah, thanks for having me. I've been watching and uh, excited to be here someday. And here I am. Thank you. Thanks. Trevor, it's been an absolute pleasure. And thank you so much for sharing with us and taking the time to walk us through some of those poignant stories on Hero Press. That's fantastic. Thank you very much for your time. You're very welcome. We'll see you soon. Yep. Thanks for listening to the show. We sure hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. If you like what we're doing here, meeting new people in our WordPress community, we invite you to tell others about it. We're on iTunes and at hallwaychats.com. Better yet, ask your WordPress friends and colleagues to join us on the show. Encourage them to complete the Beyond the Show form on our site to tell us about themselves.